Hi, everybody. I'm Dawn Davis. You know, the bravest thing we could possibly do is let others see us for who we really are. Raw, authentic, genuine, transparent. No shame. No fucking apologies. You are worth it. And so am I. It's time to break out of the box imposed on us by social norms, purity culture, gender stereotypes, the patriarchy. There's nothing wrong with you. I love you. Keep going. You know that moment when you say something to someone that you don't know very well and there's a pause There's a flicker. It might just be a fraction of a second, maybe a tiny muscle movement in their face. But you know, it's awkward. And you wonder, am I too much? Sometimes that happens to me when I mention that I'm gay or when I talk about being an intimacy coach. I experience something called hyper-vigilance. Hyper meaning a lot of, like, you know, a, a heightened state of vigilance, like paying attention all the time to what's going on around me, but mostly what's going on in the people around me. Some people might say it's empathic. Um, for me, it's, it's been a survival skill. When I was in dangerous situations growing up, I had to be able to assess what's safe and what's not safe. I paid very close attention to the adults or the caretakers or lack of caretaking in my life. I read the most minute muscle shifts in people's faces uh, I can sense an, a, a shift in energy or attitude. Um, the purpose of that was to keep myself safe. That is an amazing skill to have in the world. It makes me the great anticipator and problem solver. I can um, think ahead to, you know, possible Uh, problems and thereby come up with solutions. I'm a great manager. I um, react well in emergency situations. I'm generally calm, cool, and collected. I get shit done. I think all of those things are related, but also it makes it so that I am um, when I'm feeling insecure or uncertain, um, I, I watch other people's body cues, voice, intonation. Uh, I pay attention to you know, all the signs that they may or may not like me. I'm in a position right now where I'm meeting lots of new people. And I don't mean to, I don't intend to be hypervigilant, but I am. So 
my challenge all the time is whether or not I want to be 100% authentically me. Because I'm always watching, always watching to see how someone's going to react. And if they shift uncomfortably or, you know, I get a side eye or um, there's that sense of discomfort or awkwardness, I may alter who I am to fit in or adjust so that I'm not rejected. I read something this morning that asked, would you rather be 100% yourself and be rejected or be fake and be accepted? And for me, it's really important to find my people. So while I'm being 100% myself, which is a feminist, a lesbian, an activist, uh, I am outspoken, I am sex positive, I am non-monogamous, uh, I practice relationship anarchy, I am tattooed and pierced, and I talk about topics that some people consider taboo. I think that it's revolutionary to challenge the status quo. I want to be 100% myself and let the people who don't like that, let them go away. Um, and, and then I can draw the people to me who are my people. But it's also scary and it sucks to be rejected. And I don't necessarily want people to feel uncomfortable. I certainly don't want them... I, I don't want to make them uncomfortable. I don't want them to be uncomfortable with me. So what do we do? What do we do with that information? There are definitely some scenarios in which it is not safe to be 100% yourself. Um, many of the, the norms in society uh, shun things that are different or um, outside of the status quo or um, deviant in some ways. For instance, coming out as queer could um, lose someone their job or their housing or their safety. Um, being a sex positive person is definitely frowned upon. Uh, there are, there's so much purity culture and fear about talking about sex and sexuality and desire and um, certainly, you know, sex ed isn't offered in a comprehensive way for anyone unless you seek that out as an adult. Um, you know, I, I remember meeting up with a group of women. It was a reunion of sorts, and um, I was trying to catch up with someone that I hadn't seen for a while, and I asked her what she's been doing, and she was kind of vague about her response. And she mentioned being a dancer, and, and she kind of deflected. Um, I know now that she is a world 
traveled go-go dancer and uh, she does burlesque and she's super fun and hot and wonderful. I, I wish that we could have had that conversation in person, but um, of course she had to be cautious, uh, aware that I could, I could have been, um, I could have rejected her because of that. And we are social creatures. We want to be loved. We want to be accepted. Rejection hurts. Uh, rejection, you know, can trigger our core abandonment issues and, and our attachment styles, how we learned to attach as, as young beings. It's a big deal. One has to be centered and grounded and comfortable and confident and uh, self-aware to be able to go into those situations and intentionally offer up the version of themselves that is authentic and genuine. I remember a time in my life before I even knew who I was, before I even asked the questions, before I was introspective or peeled away the layers of the onion to find out who I really am. During that time in my life, I tried to fit in. I wanted to be loved. I was a chameleon. I acted the way I thought I was supposed to, the way I was told to, the way other people acted. I liked what other people liked. I did what other people did. I had friends, but I was hollow. I felt like a plastic bag blowing in the wind. And that's what happens to me when I am not authentically myself when I am masking and pretending and afraid to show you who I really am. What about you? Are you at a place in your life where you feel like a fraud, like an imposter, like you have a secret life or, or the people around you don't really know who you are? That also defeats the purpose of community and being a part of, you know, even if we're surrounded by people who think they know us and think they love us, we may not feel like we deserve that love or, um, you know, maybe we're masquerading as someone and that feels really isolating. That feels really lonely. That's a sad place to be. I encourage you to take baby steps towards becoming the person that you are. Maybe you have to find new friends. Maybe you need to change jobs or leave your church or reach out to communities that you haven't been a part of before. I'm not trying to break up families when I say that. I'm not trying to cause trouble. But I do want you to know that being yourself 
expressing who you are, finding out intentionally, asking questions and being brave, it takes you to a place of strength and power and bravery and self-awareness. It fills you up. Yes, it's scary. Maybe you're not ready. Maybe you're not ready to ask the questions and break out of the box. Then when you know who you are, when you are confident and certain, that moment when you meet someone and there's a pause and a muscle shift or a side eye, that moment that could be awkward, you can just breathe right through. Breathe right through that moment and know that that person, that person is not your person if they don't like who you are. Your people will come to you. Your people will gather around you. Your people will support you when you show them. When you show them your beautiful insides. You don't have to hide. You don't have to pretend. Come sit by me. I want to know who you really are. I love you. Keep going. Dawn Davis, that's me, (laughs) is an intimacy coach, a confidence specialist, and a sex educator. I make space for you to put your insides on the outside and your messy on display. Find out who you are. She's lovely. Trust me.